Hey, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to High Trust Today, the podcast. I'm on a quest to help people win in business and in life. To do that, I know they must trust themselves, their relationships, their business, and they most certainly must trust their future. When you do that, you set in motion a universe of possibilities, and that journey begins right now. All right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another Tuesday morning at Mortgage Coach Land. Every Tuesday, 9 o'clock, we are here to bring inspiration, bring value, bring leadership. And today, as my special guest, I have the one and only Mr. Todd Duncan. What's up, Todd? Hey, man. How are you? I, I am staying pumped, staying active, and uh, fighting through all the darkness in the world. But uh, bringing the light here today at Mortgage Coach, and I really appreciate you, Todd, for making time today. No, nah, it's crazy. You know, it's, uh, if, there, if there was no, uh, no such thing as darkness, there'd be no such thing as light, right? And uh, we, we got we to gotta hold on to hope and we've got to uh, gotta make wise choices and we got to stay super positive about uh, how we get through this, grow through it and learn from it, for sure. No, no doubt about it. So, yeah. so, Todd, I just published an article that I co-authored with Josh Metal today on LinkedIn. Uh, it came from the interview I did with Dr. J.J. Peterson from StoryBrand. And I know you've had Donald Miller, you know, the, the founder of StoryBrand at Sales Mastery right. Events. And was, was it two years ago you had him at one of your events? We had him at ALE two years ago, yeah. In yeah, which was very forward thinking of you. You were, you know, right. I think that was when he was really, you know, growing his brand, his StoryBrand. But tell me if you agree with this statement. It came out when I was writing this article with Josh, but I, I have just been reflecting on how massive the change has taken place, like just how different the world is today. And then just seeing how we're going to come out of the isolation that we're in right now. It looks like we're going to you know, not be having big sporting events. It looks like till next year, concerts and sporting events will likely not happen. And, uh, and people will be wearing masks in public for a long time. Um, not sure what's going to happen with colleges and the fall year. So it's, you know, like when you really look at this, would you agree with this statement that over the past 30 days, the world has massively adopted doing business virtually? You know, I think grandmas and grandpas are, they know what Zoom is and they, they love Zoom. It's a chance to connect with their, their kids and grandkids. And that companies, for companies to deliver a memorable customer experience, it's, it's literally changed forever. Do you align with that? Yeah. And I, you know, I think, uh, I think that if you look back over history, Dave, I mean, these are the moments that redefine society, right? And whether it was a hundred years ago or 400 years ago or, or today in 2020, um, these are the periods of time that, that redefine society. They, they reinvigorate innovation and you come up with new ways to do old things. And, uh, and, and usually there's breakthroughs that come down from break, breakthroughs that come to, out of breakdowns like this, right? And so it's all about perspective. It's all about how we're looking at it. And I do agree with you. It's, it's interesting, though, that the, the single thread that remains, no matter what kind of environment we're in, what kind of moment we find ourselves in, is that our business is always going to involve you and me talking. It's always going to involve human connection. It's always going to involve, you know, that kind of modality. And, and, and in the perfect world, using your analogy about sporting events and concerts and things like that, um, you know, you can choose to watch a sporting event on TV. You can choose to watch that same sporting event live. And you have different preferences at different times, right? The fact that the Rolling Stones have done a concert on Facebook Live as a live stream, uh, the fact that there was a Christian concert 
two nights ago called Hope Rising that had 20 bands. The fact that one band with five members could be in five different locations in America and play the song they play on stage and not miss a beat, that redefines the society that we're now in. I never in a in my million years thought I could sit in front of a, a big display and, and watch you know, the Rolling Stones or watch, you know, Mercy Me or watch any of these bands perform. Yet, what's the similarity? It's you and I connecting, even though we have a wire between us and we have technology between us, we're still connecting. We're still looking at each other. So the one constant is going to be no matter what happens, we still have to stay connected. And that's why I think the technology innovations that are, you know, we're being forced to do. It took me about 20 minutes to coach my father-in-law on how to get his Zoom thing going. And and then last Wednesday night, we had a, a family-wide birthday party on Zoom for my wife celebrating her birthday. I mean, what planet did that ever happen on, right? And we did virtual gifts on Zoom instead of physical gifts. So, yeah, it's all changed, man. It's all yeah. changed. Well, I think the thing that, as I've reflected, you know, on my weekends, that's so different about this time. It's, you know, I think it was 11 years, 12 years ago that Steve Jobs stood on a stage and yeah. showed the iPhone. And <clears throat> while I knew I wanted one, like, oh my God, I need that. And I was, you know, one of those early adopters on the iPhone. I didn't know how profoundly it was going to change the world until like five years later. It, it took time for the, the clarity of the change to take place, where I think what's happened over the past 30 days, I mean, it's it's just clear. It's another game-changing shift that changes, to your point, how we connect, how we tell our story, how we emotionally connect and bond with people, it's, it's just changed. So I am really looking forward to hearing your thoughts on it. Before I do that, I want to uh, another thing that I, I think is super cool. I Have you watched some good news with uh, John uh, Krasinski? Some good news I with John seen, Krasinski? I've seen, yeah, I've seen parts of that, yeah. Yeah, so here, here was my takeaway on that. First of all, I loved it. You know, the guy's killing it. But here's an actor, and I don't know how he funded it. Looking at it, it looks like he has self-funded it with his own creativity. And... And it's getting five plus million views. So here's a guy that had an idea and it was like, hey, let's let's broadcast good news. And he self-funded it. Now, again, he is a A-list actor uh, yeah, yeah. for those, you know, but but it's just amazing what can be done today. So so Todd, here's what I'm pumped about about this interview is you have you're the founder of Sales Mastery. That is a stage in which I launched Mortgage Coach. Uh, when you look at a lot of the leaders and top performers in the mortgage market today, most of them, you know, they got their start for Mr. Todd Duncan on the sales mastery stage. And, and if we didn't get our start there, you really think about it, top producers, we've all networked and connect with each other. So you, you founded a company called High Trust. And I, I'm just interested to hear, you know, that how do you look, you know, how do you take what's happening today through the lens of High Trust and, and, and how do you see that? Yeah, um, I, I've got just a few slides that I want to show. So are my slides up, Dave? Uh, no, you would need to share your desktop and show your slides. I oh, got it. Okay. Yeah. I thought yep. done. So I'll tell you when I see it. Yeah. Yep. Boom, boom. And boom. Connect. There we go. Duncan. <laughs> there we go. So um, here's something that, that, you know, we've been on uh, probably a 30-day just intense uh, research project with everything that's going on. What are the top consultants saying and what's happening with, with trust and tech and stuff like that? And this is a comment that came out of the Deloitte brand study that was just released. And they said, 
And, and what we recognize as an emerging trend, some companies are approaching trust, not as a compliance or public relations issue, but as a business critical goal. And those three words, business critical goal, to be pursued, one that can differentiate them in an increasingly complex and overfilled market. So I bring that up because I think what's happening right now, you mentioned story, you know, story brand, and, and you know, we've got a book that's all about five stars. And one of the one of the uh, the chapters in that book talks about story selling and the idea that that in today's world, in the world in which you and I live, we have to really understand that that the truth beyond all truths and the one thing that must exist. Uh, between any two people that choose to do business together and have a relationship is the motive for trust has to be connection. And whether we have a technology that supports that, which I think today we all do, and one of the, the things that the uh, environment that we're in, Dave, has thrown us into is, is there's no such thing anymore as a technology company. I mean, every single company has to use technology to to, to not only navigate the waters we're in right now, but they have to they have to use technology as a decisive strategic advantage. But there's an issue that I think people need to understand, and what we're seeing from a, a trust standpoint is that that when when technology uh, is used to lead with trust, um, it, it has some really really important, potentially devastating negative impacts, and yet the trust piece has to be there. And so one of the one of the things that came out is 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 that you've got to blend those two together. And I think that, you know, the mortgage coach community is is really into creating a brilliant customer experience, right? We're, we we want to do that with our referral partners. We want to do that with borrowers in amazing ways. I've looked at a lot of the power users, you know, in Mortgage Coach and 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 just watch how they're creating trust and technology, you know, using the technology that you guys have created. And it's very interesting that at, at, at large, the world is starting to, to recognize that bad technology can act, actually erode trust versus no technology. And so I, I put something together that I thought would be interesting. And um, I, I look at trust and I look at technology and, and there is a must, the, 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 those two things together must connect the customer to the brand and the emphasis will be on the word decisively, right? So when we use technology and we use innovation, you know, I've got Zoom on my phone, I'm doing Zoom calls from my car, I'm doing Zoom calls from the top of my property, I'm doing, you know, technology has to be favorable, it has to be used, but behind the technology is still the trust. So one of the stats that just came out from, from Mortgage Sat, which is interesting, I'm going to show three quick things that I think everybody at Mortgage Coaches are going to want to know, not, not because of, of uh, Mortgage Coach technology, certainly it is brilliant, and not because of, of, of your uh, common group, you know, everybody that, that aspire, uh, aspires to be the best they can be, um, not believing in technology or trust, but it's interesting when you start to look at the, the breakdowns, right? And so here's one of the, 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 the slides that came out of Stratmore. They were talking about just the visual appeal of technology as it relates to the consumer experience. And I think everybody understands net promoter scores. You know, net promoter scores are if you have a, a nine or a 10, you've got a promoter customer. If you have a five or below, you have a, uh, a, a detractor, a, a demoter of sorts, and then in between you have that middle group. There's a 118 point delta between a nine or a 10 
and somebody who's not even a detractor, they're going the other way. They're going beyond negative, 118 point delta if just technology doesn't have a good visual appeal. And that's not the technology just as it comes from the company with the skin, that is how you use the technology. And what, what I think is beautiful about you know, Mortgage Coach and, and the video technology and the, and the total cost analysis technology is it's gonna have the opposite effect. We can actually create a more brilliant consumer experience with that, which is part of the trust tech issue. They also looked at ease of use. And you can see here that using the same kind of categories, there was a 119 point delta between technology being easy to use and technology being hard to use. And what we know about society today and what we know certainly that hasn't changed in as long as most of us have been in the mortgage business is it's about people knowing people, right? So we have to have this kind of real passion in times of change and times of difficulty to really get after how do we execute well in the story using technology. And you can see here that 119 point delta, negative 30, if the ease of use is not right, easy, right? And then the last one is, is probably more in the LOS stuff and uh, you know, the technology that our mutual clients, Dave, mine and yours are using. It is, it is literally the biggest delta is whether or not your technology is reducing consumer stress during processing and how well is somebody being kept informed through technology. And you can see here using the same point scale that we've got 134 point delta between a 92 on a scale of 100, 92 is a nine or a 10, all the way down to a negative 42. So from my vantage point, what this says is two things. It says that technology is responsible for the story that you tell. And behind that, you have to be responsible for the story that you tell using technology. And those two things together, I think the one thing that has come out of this COVID thing is we are not going back to some of the, the old ways to do this business the right way. We're seeing it happen, it's happening in front of our face and that's a message that I think we all need to really resonate with. So Todd, you made a lot of great points and mortgage coach community, I would push you to ask questions down below for Mr. Todd Duncan. We'd love to make this as interactive as we possibly can. Uh, so, so Todd, I know you, you talk a lot about, you know, faith and fear and, you know, tell us a little bit about how you see that from your perspective. And then also just give your leadership to the mortgage coach community and loan officers right now around faith and fear. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I think, Dave, that at the, at the end of the day, um, yeah, you, you have to look at this word, you know, and, and we're, we're, where are we as a mortgage community, right? We are record low interest rates, um, probably for most people, record volume. Um, in the middle of all of that, we've been displaced. We've gone from our usual normalcy and how we do business to having to uproot and learn how to do business in all of these new ways. Um, we have a, a very real issue with refis dominating and purchase volume not dominating. We have a very real issue with real estate going through and agents going through a technological rebirth, if you will. I mean, when, when, when this thing started happening, 
it was like, so how am I going to list properties? How am I going to show properties? I have to use what? I have to use virtual technology. I have to start doing showing. I mean, there's all these things that are all new, even though we're in a market that is favorable, right? But what we don't know is we don't know the impact that has begun with this COVID thing in terms of, well, you guys do. We, we know the impact of unemployment. We know the impact of borrowers in process losing their jobs. We, we know the, the, the potential impact of being so consumed with refis that when this changes and, and whenever it changes, that um, it's going to be a very interesting shift. There's an uncertainty about the economy. There is an uncertainty about the viability of, of some vertical businesses. We have loan reps that are doing really well financially. We have owners that might be struggling. We have you know, margin calls that are that are crazy. And and we have we have a very real and and uncertain kind of future, except to bank on the idea that real estate and financing real estate is one of the biggest pieces of our GDP and one of the biggest pieces of our economy. So the question is not whether you you look at fear and 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 you you run to it or you embrace it. The question is, do you detach from it enough to know that all it is is a word? And when it, when all that is is a word, and you think about you think about everything, you think about sales calls, you think about you know increasing your your partnership depth, you think about asking new questions that you've never asked, you think about all these things. It can stimulate this this word, this emotion. But we alone, you, Dave, I. You know, anybody watching this, we are the ones that attach what emotion we want to have that word feed us. And I'll give you an example. So so usually most people, when they look at the word fear, they understand that one of the, the acrostics for fear is, is worrying about something that hasn't happened, right? And it's categorized as false experiences appearing real. Back in the day when I started doing loans, I remember um, going to a real estate office and I was playing out in my mind that, that I, I was scared. You know, I didn't know that I didn't think this call was going to go well. I didn't. She was a top producer. I didn't really know what to say. And I was I was really worried about it. And when I got there, you could feel that if you were me, you could tell that I was not confident that I was held in the grip of creating my own false narrative, my own false reality. So what we look at is we look at this word and, and we look at the psychology of how people and humans, you and I and everybody watching, attach emotion to a word. And we can begin to move away from a worrisome mentality, which we know that in all of the study of worry, about 91% of what people worry about never, ever comes to fruition. So if that's true, then what we could do is have this attitude, right? So it's the same it's the same word, but instead of it being negative in its bent, it is a little bit more empowering. It's a little less disempowering. It's a little bit more motivating. And we can literally face whatever we have to face and we can rise above because we know when we choose to rise above, which I think everybody right now is getting a dose of how do we rise above? We rise above by thinking about innovative ways to use current realities to start to lay out a positivity for our go forward strategy in life. Why we invented this new connect resource is connection is the new disruption. I mean, it really is. You've got to connect with your mind. You've got to connect with your soul. You've got to, in the face of 
bulging pipelines, you got to get back in touch with you and you've got to understand what am I doing? Why am I doing what I'm doing? And what does my future look like as I start to think about kind of planning it out? And I've got to get beyond some of the challenges. I've got two or three challenges in the business right now. I mean, everybody can imagine if you're an event company, which high trust is an event company, and we're either hired by people to go into their events or we sell tickets for people to come to our events and the event business is shut down, you can imagine that I, as the CEO, have to look at this from the two angles you guys see on the screen, what are we gonna do? Well, we're gonna face everything and rise just like you're facing everything and rising. But the ultimate shift on this, the ultimate, which is the answer to the question, is how can you, in the middle of what we're going through, how can you feel excited? How can you feel ready? How can you feel that you are ready to adopt the changes that are happening and come hell or high water, it's time to get after it. So the answer to the question is you have to feed your faith and you have to starve your fear. And we have to have today more than ever, Dave, we have to have the optimism mindset. We have to have a couple of key beliefs. One is tough times and difficult times are always going to be part of the landscape. And the bigger thinker you are, and the more you want to scale, and the bigger your dreams are, the, the more fear likes to come along on that journey. And so today, what it takes is it takes, it takes courage, and it takes creativity to do things that nobody else is doing. And if we focus on courage and creativity, and we focus on faith, which is trusting the future, it's knowing that the future is in a large way up to us to kind of define in terms of how we get after it and how we own it. And if we understand that, that faith is the kind of the conviction and the hope of things you haven't seen yet, but you trust that it's gonna happen, then all of a sudden fear kind of gets pushed out. And so the name of the game today and what we're seeing is you gotta, you gotta have faith. You gotta have faith that we're gonna get through this. You gotta have faith that we're gonna get victories out of this. You have to have faith that we're gonna learn things that are really important to learn that are gonna be lessons we'll never forget. And to your point earlier, you do have to learn how to connect at a deeper level when you have to change the modalities of how you communicate with people. And you know what, at the end of the day, you gotta decide. Is fear going to paralyze you is, or is fear going to propel you? And that's the human emotion. We all have to deal with it. We all have to deal with it. And anybody who says that they're not afraid of anything probably isn't dreaming big enough and probably doesn't have enough pressure to become a better version of themselves. No, no doubt. So guys, we've got a lot of time here. We're 22 minutes into this. We're going to, one, have time for your questions at the end. Two, I want to get tactical as we wrap, you know, yeah. in the last quarter of this call, like what can we do to better connect, share specific tactics and strategies to connect. But, you know, right now I want to really focus on what Todd said, you know, what are you doing to starve your fears and feed your faith? So I just put that question in Facebook Live. I would love to know from you, mortgage coach community, what, what are you doing to starve your fears? Some of that is like not watching news all day, every day. Some of that is, you know, being very thoughtful about your morning routine. Um, some of that is just prospecting. You know, the harder you work, the more you're talking to customers and you're driving business. That is feeding faith, starving fear. But guys, what, what are you doing tactically day in and day out to starve your fear and feed your faith? Put that down below. Uh, 
we'll, we're, Todd and I will talk about that, <clears throat> share more tactics and strategies. But before I do that, Todd, I want to I want to just know because you know there's one person that just posted in the group, uh, Amaret. So Amaret, thank you. She said yes. Received training from Todd Duncan in the '90s, and I still use them. Uh, so very cool. Here's here's what I know. As I said in my opening, Todd, you have you know been part of training who's who in the mortgage industry. And I, I know that hundreds of thousands of mortgage professionals have benefited from your leadership. Millions of families who get a mortgage, they're getting a more valuable mortgage experience because of you in the sales mastery stage. Heck, mortgage coach, the fact that you know a million plus families get a TCA right now, you helped. You I launched mortgage coach on your stage. So so I want to know what is the most important message that you're advising your clients, your hundreds of thousands of clients that you've touched today? What's the most important thing? And then we'll drive this into a QA. and a Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, think, I think from my vantage point, it's, um, th there's, there's some real simplicity around um, this idea of connection, you know? And, and uh, I, I think that what we're doing right now is we're finding out that there's new ways to connect. If I go to the chat, you know, box, Eric uh, Casio said, I'm sending a hundred texts daily to all the leads that I have about refinance or purchasing a home. You know, I'm, um, you know, I like what Marcus said by, you know, winning by, by, by noon and um, winning daily by noon. Um, I can't always come to the office this morning and uh, I'm doing every day. I'm doing a mindset moment and it's not choreographed. It's like, whenever I see something that, that I feel I want to share with the world, then I stop and I get my phone out and I record a two to two minute and 30 second message. I send it to my team and within 30 minutes, it's posted to social. And I'm doing that because I want people to, I want people to win. And so when we, when we think about what, what in essence, this is all about, it, it is about this word. Uh, it is about the singularity of this idea of win and it's not winning at the cost of somebody losing it is winning because it is a decision that you have made as an operating standard or an os of sorts to your game to your life to to your business and when when i look at when i look at this idea of winning what i'm what i'm looking at is i'm looking at at how do we win today? How, how do we help our families win today? Um, how are we helping our customers win today? And, and, and are you actively pursuing a winning formula in the marketplace? And I think that, uh, you know, the idea that, that fear has to be balanced out with positivity, the, the idea that, that you can choose positivity or negativity. The question is, are you waking up every day and are you boxing fear and putting it away and reinterpreting that in how do I win? Like, for example, you know, how am I right now in the midst of um, this season? How am I setting myself up to win so that I can be my best me 
so that I can be best for my family because I'm at home right now. Whether I have a home office or not, I'm in a new not normal, right? That's 37 days into being normal. And yeah, I don't know how we're going to go back on this. And I don't know what changes we're going to make, but you got to win today. We're all remote. How do you help your team win? You know, how, how does how does the office now become a Zoom sanctuary? And how do you how do you win together each and every day when you're disconnected? How do I win with somebody who's, you know, 18 miles away when I used to be able to walk 18 feet and solve something? I mean, those are the 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 kind of things that we have to think about today. And and I would ask you guys to think too. And this is uh, th this is going to come in a little bit later too. I think as we talk about it. But um, my sense right now is that most of the the lending society and most originators um, are not not right this moment helping the clients that they have relied on prior to this rate boom and refinances, how are we helping them win? How are we helping our referral partners win today? How are we going beyond the normal? How are we, how are we balancing bulging pipelines, okay? And what we know is the right thing to do long-term for the business, which is to help our key clients win. So I think, you know, Dave, for me, tactical is, is if you don't figure out how to win, society right now, society is going to deal a loss. There's psychological wins, there's there's physical wins, there's health and stamina wins, there's value wins. I mean, we can get as tactical tactical as we want on this, but if you're not winning here, you aren't going to win there. And that's a mindset. That's why these mindset moments are taken. We get more views on these mindset moments, Dave, than anything we've ever produced. You know, four or 500 views at a time, just boom like that. So, so I think- real, real quick, Todd. I wanna, one, we got to win. Yeah. I want to push everybody right now. If you're watching this live, you're watching this in a recording, Todd is being very thoughtful about what he is putting out there. And one of the things you could do to- starve your fears and feed your faith is to be more thoughtful than ever. Who are you following? Who are you reading? You know, are you following Todd Duncan on social media? Heck, you know, are you following the mortgage coach community group? Are you following the high trust community group? You know, these are groups that let's Facebook, Facebook is going to get your attention. Let's face it. Everybody's got on their app. We're getting alerts. Who are you following? Are you following people that are starving your fears and feeding your faith or are you following things that are feeding your fears and and starving your faith so uh by the way todd um congrats to you and your team you guys are doing a great job with your facebook group high trust uh it is definitely a place that i am feeding inspiration and following it and loving it so great job to you and your team on that and i and i know yeah. you're all over social media in countless ways so um, anything else on that last question before I ask another one? Well, I, I you know, I, I think it's easy. You look at a three-letter word and you go, okay, win. Um, but, but I'm telling you, as, um, as certain as I am, Dave, um, the idea of win is an attitude. It's a mindset. And I'd like to think for a moment that everybody that follows you and Mortgage Coach and your Productivity Mastermind Facebook page, everybody that follows us, I'd like to think that everybody gets this. I'd like to think that every LL watching this right now, every manager or CEO watching this right now, I'd like to think 
that this is how you wake up and this is how you live out your day. But I have to say, as a CEO, I wake up and I'm challenged with what are we doing today to win? You know, we didn't have to think about this 50 days ago, 60 days ago. We didn't have to think that um, we'd have to cancel at least two events. We didn't have to think that we would have 10 or 11 events that we were hired to do canceled. You know, so we would show up before this and we would win because we do what we do, right? We, we create value and, and, and we sell tickets and we get people in a room and we do what we do. But I have to wake up every day knowing that the new reality is we don't know what a mass gathering is defined as. We, we don't even know come September if sales mastery is going to be classified in the state of California as a mass gathering or will it be allowed? Will it be okay? So, so we have to wake up as, as owners and, and as shareholders, and we have to think, okay, so how do we win in worst case scenarios? And then how do we win if things change? And if I'm thinking it, every human being on the planet, Dave, is thinking it, right or wrong, good or bad, big pipelines, no pipelines, 100% refi, you know, 60% refi, it doesn't matter. Everybody today is getting challenged in the art of winning. And that's, we got to stay focused on. Yeah. And, and here's, here's, a, here's a thought that I've been going through my head a lot for weeks now is, let's face it, in football, you got to have a good offense and you got to have a good, great defense to win. You don't win Super Bowls without having a great defense. And I think yeah. as mortgage professionals, so often we just live on the offense, 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 offense. And we don't think defense. In fact, I know that's true. Because every great loan officer knows that their past customer database is pure gold. That's how you build a snowball mortgage practice. But yet that's kind of defense. Like, oh, I want to retain my existing customers. And I know loan officers are just like, oh, no, offense. I want to go meet a new realtor. I want to go meet someone new. And, and guys, that's important. Got to win. Got to be on the offense, but we got to be on the defense. And so I've been thinking, okay, what's a defensive move? What's an offensive move? And that's, that's never been more important. So, so guys, feel free to put your questions, keep them coming. We're gonna have time to get to them all. But Todd, you already said it, you know, you've been all over social media on mindset and you already said it, it's critical that we connect. So what can we do? Whether we're watching this live, whether we're watching the recording of this, what can people do and how can people do that today? So, you know, from my vantage point, it's um, it's a new world. It's it's a new business, and um, and I think we're being forced to 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 figure out um, new ways to do things that we know provide security and provide insurance and provide um, stamina and and really confident hope in our future as an industry right and so you know i look at i look at this win word and i look at what you just said about about you know databases and and that it is gold and and i and then i look at how is society changing and and how are we going to not only covid did not have to happen for the change that i would still recommend for the loan business to go through but because it did happen, 
I'm recommending that that change happen faster than it otherwise would happen. And that is that we have to, we have to look at the depth and the breadth of how we are actually solving and, and, and way beyond just the idea of normal solving. There was a post here, you know, that um, I'm calling my agents weekly and I'm asking for business and I'm offering ideas to help them generate business. One of the, one of the key disciplines today would be, um, is this part, is this one word part of what you're doing on a regular basis? We solve borrowers' financial needs and their financial hopes and dreams through architecting beautiful mortgage experiences. And so I'm just going to trust that, that everybody viewing this or live or, or watching the recording knows that you, with Mortgage Coach, with High Trust, you are doing that with borrowers, right? The bigger question is, <clears throat> have, you, have you really, really understood what key people that you're building your, your, your business with, what they actually need? And instead of offering ideas that may or may not sink in or may or may not hit them where they're at, this time that we're in right now is the most important time to realize that our clients, our referral partners are hurting. They're hurting in ways that they weren't hurting a year ago. And so the question is, how are you bringing empathy to the front lines so that you can become an attractive solutionist for the people that you know you're going to play the long game with, whether it's a realtor, whether it's a builder, whether it's a business owner, um, what is that? And, and what are you doing? And, um, you know, I'm, I'm talking to somewhere between five and eight leaders a day, and I'm asking them one simple question. And the question is, right now, today, what is the biggest need that you have? for which you don't have confidence that you have exactly the right solution. And as soon as you ask that question, you get all kinds of impact, you get all kinds of, of feedback and you're able, to, you're able to meet people where they're at. And you know, the world, Dave, in which we live is, is a world that you've gotta, you've gotta know the market more than you've ever known it before. You've gotta, you've gotta know what's happening in the market You've got to learn products faster. You've got to be prepared when products evaporate. You've got to, you've got to have all this going on. But the truth is, in today's world, you have, to, you have to be able to add two types of value. You have to add economic value, and you have to add emotional value. And if, if you're doing one without the other, you're not at the deepest level of solving that you could be. And, and economic is not just helping borrowers make right decisions with the right loan product and then doing reviews on that and making sure that you're evaluating that for five or six or seven or 10 or 20 years. It is, it's much deeper than that. You know, the, the, the economic value to a consumer right now is, is unprecedented. You know, the advice that we can begin to give today if we're learned is unprecedented. We have people that are going through job loss. We have people that are watching their, their net worth evaporate. We have people that are watching their 401ks get hammered. They didn't move fast enough to cash. We got all these kind of things going on. And so it's such a, it's such a simple uh, you know, five-letter word, Dave, but are we really doing this? And, and are we doing it in a way that's level 10? 
And the biggest thing that I think you're going to need to solve for, and this is this is what we're kind of we're betting a big piece of of the farm on on this trend. And from my vantage point, you need to get to new markets that you're not in to create value for the markets that you are in. And what I mean by that is somewhere in between, excuse me, a straight consumer direct model and a traditional realtor builder model, right in between there is what we have branded as the consumer centric model. And what the consumer centric model is, is it's not this one flat out advertising and lead gen, it's not that at all. And it's not just this one, you know, working with our agents and working with builders, it's in between. And it's taking a look at literally embedding yourself in the midst of, of wealth management teams and really recognizing that the highest value referral that you can ever get is a referral that comes in from somebody who's not a real estate agent and who is not a builder and, and, and somebody that you have gained access to through this new kind of pillar. And 20 years ago, when I invented the, the Loan Officer Productivity School, um, we talked about this central pillar, right? And you got 10 agents and you got one closing a month each from those agents, you'd get, you'd get 10 loans. But then over here, we said from every loan, you could, you could be in this vertical and this could be a, uh, an insurance person. This could be, and this is not new news. And so I'm telling you right now that, that we've been talking about it for over two decades, but now it's finally becoming a, a necessity. And that is this group over here is a bigger group than this group right here. And the amount of borrowers coming out of this group, which is the wealth managers, insurance, financial planners, all those people, okay, that is more valuable as a leverageable piece of business than to this business. So I want to solve for this business over here. I want to solve the same kind of business issues, the same kind of business problems that those guys and gals have running companies and running brands and so on and so forth. I had a conversation yesterday for about 25 minutes with a CPA that I know, and he's not my CPA, but we, we know each other and we were having a combo. And um, you would not believe how many challenges he's having today running a a, uh, you know, an accounting practice and, and, and every consumer here benefits this consumer here. And then Dave, to your point, these two blocks, agent builder, con, you know, consumer centric financial planner, wealth manager, those two to combine create this massive database over here, which is your, your economic equity. This is, this is where you're really, really, I think, um, going to have to go uh, with the uncertainty of of what you know the core business that we're all familiar with looks like. I mean, if listings are down and sales are down and i buyers are drying up and and you got Redfin laying off forty one percent, you got you know a couple other real estate companies laying off fifteen percent, you got the MBA taking twenty five percent pay cuts. I mean, everybody is hurting in in unique and different ways. And so, Dave, it's just like we've got to be solutionists. We've got to really insert ourselves between the conversation and the answer. I mean, and that, that really to me is where it's at. If we can insert ourselves between the conversation and the answer, then solving actually helps us win. And it helps you know us- what I, You know what I love about this? And it also pulls back into what Donald Miller teaches us in StoryBrand, that how you communicate and the clarity in which you communicate is a differentiator. And, and that framework, which I laid out in the article, there's a link down below to it. It's, it's problem, you know, what is the problem you're solving? And 
not only is that problem important to clearly communicating, it's important to get people to stop, you know, to say something scroll stopping to where we're like, oh, I can relate to that problem. And then solution, what, how do you uniquely solve in a way that's lean, that a fifth grader could read it? And then success, what are the results and what are the success? So that's the framework for creating messaging. But I love what you're doing here because this is the framework to win. It's like, and, and that's the other thing, guys, we need to keep it simple. We are in a, a place, a world of fear, and mm -hmm. we need to be the light. We need to keep it simple. And, and we need to solve problems like never before in a highly personalized way. Also community, I put a link down below. Um, years ago, Todd created a video in a mortgage coach total cost analysis, which is the ultimate way to deliver. Here's your problem. Here's our solution. And here's how I can save you money over time. And if you listen to that, I don't know how many years old it is, but it is just as relevant today. You know, the scripting that you use, the words that you use, you know, maybe we're not inviting everybody into our office for an in-person experience right now. Um, an in-person experience will be back. So like, it's never 100%. gonna go away, Right. but it's gonna change. You know, like grandmas know what Zoom is now. So, <laughs> so you know, how we digitally connect and, and everybody's watching videos, whether they're watching things that probably aren't making them the light on Netflix, uh, it's amazing how hard it is to find good comedies, lighthearted things on, you know, cable, you know, it's, it's yeah. Ozarks, you know, it's, it's, and again, I like Ozark. I watched it, you know, not going to admit some other things that I've watched, but it's what gives Come us on. the light. No, <laughs> let's not go there right now. But so Todd, like, let's, let's net this out. They're solving. And then like, what are you doing? You know, what is the Duncan group doing? Um, to help us, you know, what are specific things you guys are doing right now? Yeah, so you know what we're doing right now? First of all, I want to—I just want to say something a little humorous. My mother's 87 years old, and she has now figured out FaceTime. But the problem was when we FaceTime my mom, she doesn't know that the camera's up here. She thinks the camera's in the home button at the bottom. And so she's always looking down at the home button. So when we're FaceTiming her, we see from her eyebrows up, even though it is a legitimate video conversation. <laughs> Bless well, her hey, heart, right? <laughs> hey, but by the way, before we go off of that, that's also important. It's, it's important that when you are doing Zoom or any type of video, right. well, I'm not going to stare at the camera the whole time. That would be creepy. Yeah. But yeah. it's important that I know where the camera is. So just a reminder to everybody, whether you're creating a video with your iPhone, whether you're doing Zoom, you know, don't like, just like if you're meeting a person in person, you're not just going to like stare at their eyes and not stare them out. Yeah. You know, yeah. But you know where their eyes are. And, and that's just as important in today's, I mean, that's funny the way you did it. Cause that's an exaggerated example, but I see all the time where literally I'll be talking to them the whole time. And I'm just like, Hey, you have two screens, right? Yeah. Cause they're like, they're looking at me on the screen over here, but I'm over here. Yeah. I just, make sure you get that right. Let me go off on this for just a moment, Dave, because I think in the old face-to-face -face world, right, where we're across the table and we're having a combo, we, 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 we then had to make sure that we maintained eye contact. There is a, um, there's a lot of evidence in the psychology of influence that poor eye contact or low eye contact actually um, disrupts trust. And when trust is disrupted, 
then you don't have as high a conversion as you could otherwise have. And so Dave, to your point, it's hard to have that when we're in a normal world, let alone on a Zoom world, right? So we do have to make sure that we, we maintain that kind of eye contact. So just as an aside, I think what we're doing is we're, we're trying to engage um, with our clients in ways that we've never um, engaged before, right? We're, we're announcing a, a kind of a new rollout next Monday on um, something that we're gonna do for the next uh, 60 days on, on, on all of our platforms just to help clients win and, and help them you know solve at, at high levels i think today um it's harder to engage because engaging is the physiology of of empathy and feeling that but it's also the intentionality of just a a, a deeper more kind of empathic um conversation we we we're, we're doing a lot of one-off interviews with people right now just trying to figure out you know at the surface, everybody looks super successful right now. Uh, behind the scenes, everybody's got, at some level, everybody's a little broken, right? We, we all have concerns that we didn't have three months ago. We all have family members that we're concerned about that we didn't have three months ago. So we're just, we're, we're trying to send a message of engagement. I'll give you an example. So one, Elizabeth posted on the chat window. She said, it'd be great to have our realtors listening to this. Let me tell all of your users what they could do. They could go to Todd Duncan official on Instagram. You could take every one of my mindset moments and you could start sharing those every day with your realtor group. Just let them know you're, you and I are friends and, uh, and you thought these messages were valuable. Talk about engagement. If you can give somebody a dose of positivity every single day and do it with video and do it with subject matter experts and, and use technology in a favorable way, that's a solid way to engage. Asking the how can I help you win question. That's a solid way to engage. Those Todd, are important. Yeah. Real quick, guys. So I love that idea. And I think it, myself included, we're all sharing articles. Right. We're sharing videos. And I absolutely think you should be leveraging Todd on social media and sharing that with your agents and other people. But how you frame it matters. I I interviewed Renee Rodriguez uh, this time last week, and we we did a whole conversation around how you frame it matters. You know, make sure that you're framing it like I saw this, and this is why I'm forwarding it to you. So be thoughtful about how you're sharing on social media, and then guys, be thoughtful about how you're promoting. If you are going to use Facebook as a brand building, business generating opportunity, there's not only the content and the sharing there's the strategy behind it. And make sure you listen to the, some of the interviews I did with Bill Hillstad. If you want to uh, really do a nice job of becoming that digital mayor of your local city, because that, that is, we're not gonna talk about that in a lot of detail on this call, but guys, you all have the opportunity to be the most well-known, most well-respected, highest trusted mortgage professional in your digital city. And let's face it guys, the digital city is a very busy place right now. And that's not gonna go away in two weeks or two months. The digital city of every marketplace has changed forever. Uh, back yeah. to you, Todd, I just wanted to put a rant on that. No, and I, I think, you know, Dave, I think, um, <clears throat> you know, at, at the end of the day, guys, right now, if you really stop for a moment, and and I know it's hard, because, I mean, I've, I've talked to, I don't know, 10 or 12 mortgage people in the last two days. And, and it's a crazy world, right? I mean, it's a good world, but it's a crazy world. 
And, and I think that, you know, the biggest part of, of con- the biggest part of where we are right now is the idea that however you do it, you, you must connect at levels that you potentially and perhaps have not really connected at at any time in your life. And I'm finding that as a communicator, um, this idea of, of vulnerability, this idea of transparency, the idea of recognizing that at some level, everybody that we serve is hurting somewhere. There's a whole new opportunity to engage and connect in ways that we haven't. And I'm not talking about, you know, a violin playing, my heart bleeds for you. I'm talking about a human experience. I've got a book in front of me that's written by uh, Mark Schaefer, and we're talking to Mark about speaking at mastery. It's called Marketing Rebellion, and the subtitle of the book is The Most Human Company Wins. I'm going to tell you something right now. The most human loan officer wins. The, the loan officer, the realtor, that is the most human. That's not a soft, touchy-feely, you know, wimpy, wet noodle uh, visual. It is heart to heart. It is heart to heart. And and why I why I shared what I shared at the start about technology and trust is humanity is what wins trust. Okay. And technology is what delivers a trustful experience. Those are the two two ways that you have to look at engagement. And so I would just ask you guys to 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 really um to really understand where we are is real. The fact that I could have a doctor's appointment last week on Zoom and take my own blood pressure and show the doctor my results and have a consultation, a telemedical consultation, uh, just as a general checkup, it has changed. It's not going the other way. But my doctor spent an hour with me and half of the conversation had nothing to do with medicine. It had to do with a guy that understands what guys go through, and we just had a convo for 30 minutes. And I'm going to tell you, the thing that rose out of that conversation was his empathy and his humanity and his desire as a physician to connect in a disconnected world. And that's the challenge we all face right now. How do we connect in a disconnected world? Which, by the way, is more connected than ever, right? Yeah. Right. How do we connect in a disconnected world? I love that, man. So, so guys, if you have questions, we got a few more minutes. So Todd, how are you delivering value going forward and what changes are you making? Yeah. So, you know, we, we basically just believe this. We believe that connection is a new disruption. Um, we believe that he who connects the best, not only wins, but helps his clients win at a higher level, her clients win at a higher level. So, you know, um, I think that, that one of the interesting things that comes out of any challenging environment is it should force innovation, right? It should force creativity. It should force um, new questions on how to do things in a, in a new society, in a new world. So what we did is, is about five weeks ago, we invented this program called Connect, and uh, we're taking it live here in about a week and a half. And, and uh, it's simply um, brand new content for a brand new economy that I've spent about 120 hours creating. So we're gonna drop 16 videos. The videos are between 30 and 60 minutes long. It follows a 16 track um, connect, connect protocol. It's connect at life, connect 
at time connect with, with partnerships. What's the new world of trust and technology? And so these are dropped Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. There's 20 plus playbooks that come with this connect experience. Each playbook is designed to produce different unique scripts, different unique templates, different unique accountability plans for you, um, really designed to help you take your message. Dave, kind of how you started off, you know, how do you take your message, your signature branding in today's world, and how do you get that message out in a connected way that transforms your networks, your clients, and, and the communities you serve? And then after the six weeks of videos, we're going to do 10 weeks of live Ask Me Anything. So we're going to have a, we're going to have 10 90 minute max 60 minute minimum Zoom sessions where the Connect community just gets on, similar to kind of what you do every Tuesday day, but in this new society and this new social conversation around how important Connect is. And we're going to do that. So it's about a 120 day content event. Um, we're not going to sell it next year. Uh, we've never sold anything like it before. I've got a $100,000 recording studio right behind this wall. And you've been in there, Dave, and I have been just knocking out this new content every single day. And we're excited about it. You know, it's it's the freshest stuff that we've ever done. It's based on all research over the last six to nine months on the art of connection. Um, you know, what are we trying to do? Uh, as you and I connect like we have, Dave, you know, how are we doing connection in the new world of, of order that we're in? So that's what we're doing. We're bringing it to uh, to your community. Um, you guys can check it out today. You just go to hightrust.com forward slash connect. It'll explain the entire resource to you. It's all the con content that I just kind of went through. Um, you're going to get 120 days of unlimited replays. And then once the 120 days are done, it's gone. It's a, it's a moment in time. It's a 120-day learning platform with brand new content for a brand new economy, for a brand new society, and a brand new way of doing business. So it comes out to about $375 a day. It's $450. We have a 10% discount for all Mortgage Coach users. All you have to do is type Dave's last name, lowercase, into the purchase window, and you will get a 10% discount off of that. So that's what we're doing, man. We're, we're coming up with something that uh, when you can't go and deliver the Hytro Sales Academy, when you can't go and deliver your leadership program, um, you're going you're gonna to figure out what can I say to the world I love that can set them up for success and, and really put them in a position where they're connected at every level of the human experience with themselves, with others, with their clients in new and unique ways that the world is demanding. Uh, new rules that we play by. So that's what we're doing. We're doing that, and uh, it's uh, it's rocking and rolling. Love it, man. Well, hey, let's um, let's close out in these last two minutes. Let's stop sharing your screen, and okay. put a big screen. Which, by the way, another little nuance for everybody that you use. Yeah, right. Is you know, camera. Know where the camera's at, and when you are using slides or you're showing a TCA on your screen. You know, there's a time to show the visual and then there's a time to take it down and connect. So I, I love the fact guys that this is called connect. Um, my favorite thing of the whole thing is that the discount code is savage. So I, I like that. I'm gonna <laughs> savage. <laughs> savage. I, I think everybody can remember that. And, and the last thing savage has become like a, a trendy thing. So, so I hope mortgage coach community, you will connect with Todd you will go through his experience to improve how you connect and show up. Uh, you know, we can't meet with families knee to knee and 
and it probably will be different. I mean, it, you know, like yeah. Todd, I, I don't want to put you on the spot and say, you know, for how many years have you just said it's always in person, it's always in person. And I think even 90 days from now, you know, there'll be a, a change in how you're driving that. Although I, I do suspect that you will always have the highest conversion when you can connect need to need to someone, but there has to be this middle place. There has to be, how do we connect digitally? And I know one thing for sure, the total cost analysis is part of that. Yep. And I know another thing for sure, high trust is the most afford, the most valuable way to bring leadership and technology together. So Todd, closing thoughts for you, like connect with everybody and just give us a minute of closing thoughts. Yeah, I, so I, what I would say in the, in the last minute is, <clears throat> this is a real time of history-making moments. And the biggest thing that everybody understands is you are, I am, right where we are because we're supposed to be here. And we have a moment right now in this business that depending on how we attack this moment, will define who we become as individuals. And I don't minimize anything about how busy the industry is right now. I am telling you that the new, the new way to win is to connect at levels you've never connected at. And we've always been about the high trust interview. We've always been about connection. But I think what, what, what has happened, Dave, right now is we are walking through a door that we're never ever going to be able to go back through. And when you have markets like we have right now, they are moments for greatness. They are moments for innovation. They are moments for truth. They are moments for connection. They're moments of empathy. They're, they're moments that are going to define how we go forward. And I just believe the world is desperate for connection. And that's my thought. Let's do it. Love, love that. And I, I'm going to close out with guys with just this thought. I've seen a lot of quotes from different leaders in and outside of our business saying that how we execute over the next 60 to 90 days will define the next decade. And, and by the way, maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. Here's what I do know is true, or at least I believe is true. How we execute over the next 30, 60, 90 days will define our success over the next two years. Like, I just think that is an absolute truth. Uh, and, and it's not to say that if you don't execute well, you're doomed for the next two years. But it, I, I do believe that if you execute extraordinarily well, you can have a spectacular two-year ride as a mortgage professional. So, so if you believe that, it, it's go time, guys. It's go time. You know, I, I hope you will um, take a look at Todd's program. Uh, if you did not, like after this call, subscribe to his group, connect with them on social media. Guys, you're just blowing it. Uh, get on it. And uh, we're here to lead. You know, I know Todd's leading. I'm leading tomorrow at um, what time tomorrow? I think it's nine o'clock Pacific. I'm going to have a couple realtors. I'm going to do a realtor mastermind with top realtor Glenn Bill, who did 125 lo um, loans. And we're going to have three other realtors. And I'm going to show you guys if I was doing realtor masterminds, how Glenn and I would do it. So come check that out tomorrow at nine. Uh, Todd, thank you very much, brother. I am so You're grateful welcome, for the value you bring. If you got any value from today's call or today's webinar, you know, give us a like, give us a love. 
And guys, please click on that link, check out Todd's new Connect program. Uh, Connect is the new disruption. And uh, this call is a wrap. Take care, brother.